Do you have aspirations to be a leader in your business or organization? Welcome to Leadership Stars with your host, Linda Patton. Each week, we feature true leaders recognized in their fields who provide insight and ideas in creating a strong team and how you can become an effective leader. Now, here is Linda Patton. Welcome to this episode of Leadership Stars. And today, I ask the question, no matter what business or what calling you have, you need a strong network. It's key to expanding your reach, your support, and your influence. And today I have with me an award-winning author, an intuitive reader, and a healer who's been called to create the Enlightened World Online, a worldwide networking and support for lightworkers to increase their professional visibility. Today we're going to talk about developing networks and how we really develop relationships for teams, partners, and our own personal networks as well. So welcome today, Dr. Ruth Anderson. Dr. Ruth, it's so good to have you here. Thank you, Linda. I am so pleased to be with you. Well, it's it's exciting. I've been waiting for this for quite some time, and I can't wait to get started. So, Dr. Ruth, um, I know a little bit about your background, but would you share with my audience your background? Because it's very, very interesting and very varied. Um, sure. I didn't know that I was intuitive. I had some inklings as I was growing up, but I didn't really understand the depth of it until about six years ago. And I, as my career, I was a school district administrator, which um, kept me on the straight and narrow as far mm-hmm. as not delving into the um, spiritual realm very much. But I did actually find that I did use it um, in some conversations with parents or administrators or, you know, about students, about whatever the issue was. So it was interesting to see it kind of leak its way into my world. Um, but about six years ago, my best friend of 20-some years, um, we didn't know it, but she was dying of stomach cancer. Mm. And she showed me right before she died and then much more after she died that I was intuitive. And um, so I spent a couple of years learning about that intuition and really honing that craft. And as a result, some amazing things were taught to me by spirit and about spirit. So I think that's what you're alluding to. I think some of that. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, Dr. Ruth, I'm curious. You said she showed you how Mm -hmm. to be intuitive. For those who are in the audience who perhaps are in the same position you were, where they don't believe that they are, they don't know that they are, and yet they get hits, or I get um, what I call intuitive insights as opposed to downloads, Um, and yet I don't always perceive myself as being intuitive. How did she show you that you were? Um, She gave me opportunities to listen. I mean, I didn't know I was listening, but she would come to me in dreams. She would speak to me, and first she was living in California, and I would get information about, intuitive information about her health, Um, and then I would follow up with her doctors, and yes, yes, that's actually what was rolling out, Um, and then when she passed, she would come be with me, and I had to pay attention because it was so obvious, and um, I just couldn't ignore it anymore, so it it wasn't an option for Uh me. 
So you retired from your public school administration and took on this work full time, right? That's what happened. I had no intention of it whatsoever. <laughs> and you, you, yeah, go ahead. But that's but that's exactly what has rolled out in the last five six years. Okay, so of that, we always ask the question: So why do you do what you do? What What's in it for you, and why do you work with the people that you work with? Um, so what I do, first let me explain what I do. That's so, great. <laughs> yeah, so I am an author, mm-hmm. and I do work with clients, but that's a small, small part of what I bring to the world. What I bring to the world is my message through word, through either written word in my books um, or spoken word through the podcast. And more recently, through the development of something called Enlightened World Network. So um, I guess the question is, why do I do what I do? Mm-hmm. I, I put myself out in the world in this way because spirit, when, when I say spirit, I'm talking about archangels, um, the Holy Spirit, Christ, God, Divine Mother, all of those entities and energies, if you will, have made such an incredible difference in my life. And it's important to me that people know that they aren't alone, that there is guidance and support. So that's what keeps me moving forward. Okay. So tell us, since, we, since you brought this up, tell us what Enlightened World Network is and how does it support the work of, of the Enlightened World Right. Enlightened World Network is a um, computer podcast format for housing um, spiritually transformative programs. It is through Rebecca Hall Greider and her work at RHGTV Network. And um, we have the capacity at Enlightened World Network to hold 1,100 episodes of spiritually wow. transformative programming. And, and just out of curiosity, how close to the 1100 are you? You know, we just started in October. Mm-hmm. And so at this point, I think we have about 77, 78. We are just beginning to open the doors mm-hmm. to light workers that are interested in having a voice, having a platform for putting their messages out into the world. And so how do they go about doing that? How do they connect with you to be able to say, hey, I have a message that I need to get out to the world. I want to be on your your show, your station. Sure. One easy way is to email me at openclinic1 at outlook.com. And another easy way is to go onto our website, which is www.enlightenedworld.online. And if they go there then they can actually see what the network looks like. They can Mm -hmm. see all of the different ways that they can contribute, whether it's writing an article, submitting a meditation, um, just putting on podcasts. They can advertise their books. They can advertise services. They can advertise products that they might have that would help them to build out their business. So um, enlightenedworld.online is truly a platform and a voice for lightworkers to be able to bring their message forward and put it out into the world. That's fantastic. And so you're getting the word out through on online, like Facebook and that kind of thing, as well as coming on shows like mine and right. speaking about it, right? That's right. Okay. So 
I'm curious, since we're talking about relationships, the people who are um, coming on to enlightenedworld.com, uh, or excuse me, online, how do they connect with each other? I mean, is, is there a community such that I can tap into other people who are in the Enlightened World Network? Well, keep in mind that this is startup, and we started launching the website in October. Right. So um, people can, when somebody submits an article or has an advertisement up on the site or has a meditation or a podcast, then their social media information, their links are on there. They're included on there. So people can reach out to them that way. So they can start to build their own community. And another piece of the community is weekly meditations together. Okay. So on Sundays, meditations are put up on the calendar and people can commune in meditation. Mm. So there's, as this grows, there's, there will be many more ways for people to actually communicate with each other, but there is the, the possibility for doing that now. Okay. That sounds, it sounds amazing. And I can't wait to see how, how big it grows and, and how you connect with all of those people. And maintaining relationships on an online basis can be challenging because, again, you're, you're not necessarily seeing the person. You're not necessarily feeling their energy in a sort of face-to-face kind of way. So is there, I, I want to almost ask, is, is there any kind of diminishing piece to that? Or because of what you're doing in the, and the entities that you work with, you know, with the archangels, with uh, Holy Mother, um, the Holy Ghost, God, Christ, and, and all the other folks who are in your realm of influence, um, how, how do you, in essence, keep that energy up and keep those relationships strong and vital? There is something, Linda, that is so sacred about spiritual contracts. Mm-hmm. And what I have found is that even when I'm someone online, mm-hmm. that I know if I'm supposed to connect with them. And there is some, some beautiful truth about that that just cuts through all of the garbage and, you know, all of the secular stuff. And it just hits soul to soul. And I have found with those people, it's as if I always knew them and it's as if I'll always know them. So, you know, a month can go by that I haven't spoken to this particular person and I'll jot them a little note and it's like I never left them. Mm. So I don't actually worry about that. I believe that spirit and spiritual connection is so much stronger than in any avenue we might use. Okay. Yeah. I, that's not a concern for me, actually. Okay. So, Dr. Ruth, we met um, when I did um, a review of your book, uh, Walking, Walking with Spirit. Spirit. Right. Yeah. Um, did you have, okay, I'm going to ask, did you have that same sort of sense when we actually connected? I was not at all surprised with the <laughs> beautiful depth of the review that you wrote. Mm-hmm. And then when I met you in person, when was that? Last month? Two months ago? In uh, um, yes. California? Yes. In, in November, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I just felt like I'd always known you. And I felt like we were going to work together in the future. So, yeah, I, yeah, I did feel that with you. Okay. I know, I know that was begging for a compliment, but uh, yeah, I, I always wonder because um, 
the spiritual side of me is not always the first thing that people see. Um, it's the it's the commander, it's the military officer, it's the masculine leader, um, and they they I almost want to say they have to dig to get to the feminine side, the the heart based, the soul based woman that I am as well. So I was curious as to whether you know you in essence um, I want to say skirted around. The military officer says, like, hi, it's nice to know you, but I really wanted to get to know this woman. Um, was it something like that? Um, I, I I so often connect spirit to spirit mm, with folks okay. that mm-hmm. I'm not even looking at the outside entrapments. Ah, that's, thank you. Very interesting. Um, so what kinds of partnerships do you work with in the type of work that you're doing? Um, you know what, Linda, that is, there's several layers to that answer, and I see that we're almost ready for a commercial break. Actually, we have uh, about three minutes. Three minutes, okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> so we can get started I, on it. Okay, so I do connect with people, <laughs> believe it or not, I actually do. Um, when I started putting together Enlightened World, um, Spirit brought people to me. And so I've got a a cadre of about 10 folks that I'm working with in the inner circle, and they are all working with people. um, So we're kind of building the network in that way. Mm -hmm. But I think probably what's more interesting is who I'm connecting with in the ethereal realm, because they are connecting me to people and bodies to work with. So I'd love to share a little bit about that in a minute. Okay, we we still have some time to do that. when you uh, first let's def- let's define what's the ethereal world the ethereal realm so we live in the physical realm right and the ethereal realm is really juxtaposed just right on top of us just right next to us and that's where the afterlife is that's where the archangels reside that's where divine mother is that's where i see like the god energy, mm-hmm. uh, Christ, that's where I see all of those spiritual beings that are really much closer to us than any of us would actually imagine. Okay, and they're the ones who are bringing different folks to you. Yes, yes? connecting mm-hmm. me to different people, yeah. Okay, um, and then uh, do you connect, uh, obviously you connect with them by phone, by fax, by um, email, um, online, that kind of thing? To the or people, you, yeah. Right, to, or, or, right. or do you connect with them also on more of a spiritual plane? Sometimes, yeah. Mm. Sometimes. Mm. I've, I've worked with them in spirit, and I've never met them in person. It's really intriguing how that happens and when it happens. Oh, okay. I want to know more about that, to say the least. Um, you know, how, how you connect with them, um, the visions that you have of them, um, you know, it's, it's, I have a colleague who keeps sending me to the garden to connect with, um, you know, my guides and, and my archangels and that kind of thing. I keep saying to them, no, we don't have a garden. We have a condo that's, <laughs> up, on about, that's up on about the fifth floor. It has floor to ceiling windows that actually open up. So it's almost like an infinity window. Um, and, you know, they come in and, and the breeze is blowing and it's just absolutely amazing. And that's where I spend time with 
my guides, my archangels, uh, with Holy Mother, um, the Universal Mothers, uh, with Kuth Moody and, and some others as well. So it's interesting. I, I don't know that I've connected with um, people who are in the physical realm as well that I'm connecting through the um, uh, etheric realm. Mm-hmm. Mm, that would be an interesting thing to con- to consider. So, audience, while we take this short break, what I'd like you to do is think about your own life. You know, do you have intuitive hits? Do you find you finish people's sentences for them, or you know exactly what they're going to say or how they're going to say it? Or you walk into a room and it's like you know that person. You don't know how, but you know them. And let's think about that and see where we can go with that. And we'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas, That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at dare to dream with linda.com that's linda at dare the number two dream with linda.com become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america you are listening to leadership stars with linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back to um, our show today of Leadership Stars. I have the amazing... Uh, and I say that with sincerity. Dr. Ruth Anderson with us today. Um, she, you know, had a, you know, no, I want to say a normal career. She, you know, she was a lifelong student. She was a teacher. Um, she was in public administration. And 
then six years ago embraced her calling as an intuitive reader and healer. Um, she's also given a ministry to witness and participate in the healing of souls, both with and without bodies, in the ethereal realm, which she calls the Open Clinic. And Ruth, I want to welcome you back. Thank you. And we were in the sort of in the middle of an answer uh, around um, working with your guides and then also working how you work with individuals um, in the spiritual realm. So let's start with who you're working with in the etheric realm. I know you have a whole plethora of archangels as well as divine mother, Holy, the Holy ghost, God and the Christ. Uh Um, How, how did you discover that these were the entities that you were meant to work with? Um, so I was taking classes, and as part of that, I just felt this real need to meditate frequently. So every morning, I would just start my day with meditating. And meditating, for a lot of folks, they just kind of open their, clear their mind. Mm-hmm. And, and, just, and that's not what happens for me. What happens for me <laughs> is I, I will sit there and, you know, try to ground my energy and just sort of be open, and then someone will show up. And I have learned to ask a lot of questions, but I get, I get yes, no answers. Mm -hmm. And um, so I can ask yes, no questions. And sometimes I'll just say the question and then I just hear the answer that isn't even a yes, no. So whenever someone new shows up, I ask who I'm talking to. Mm. And um, I have done an awful lot of work with Archangel Raphael and Archangel Michael in particular and Archangel Gabriel. Mm -hmm. Um, And so even to even this morning, I was with Archangel Raphael and Archangel Michael, and um, they teach me things. And so I have learned to write down every morning as they're showing me these things. And then it's ended up becoming three different books thus far and working on a fourth. So um, that's who I'm working with frequently. I sit at what I call the foot of God, but I don't see God as, as an old white man uh, <laughs> at all. I, to me, God is this huge, amazing, loving energy. Mm-hmm. So when I say I'm sitting at the foot of God, I'm, I'm just imagining myself being nearby, you know, sort of nestling up. And God will speak to me directly. Mm-hmm. And even this morning in meditation, I ended up with a to-do list of like 10 things, people to call, um, conversations to have. So I've gotten very good at listening Mm-hmm. And most of the time, I'm able to follow through on what they're asking for, even um, when it stretches me beyond beyond the pale, beyond any sense of what I ever thought I could have gotten done in a day. So that's where Archangel Metatron comes in, by the way. If you haven't met Archangel Metatron, um, he helps bend time, if mm. you will, and helps you to use time um, to really get amazing amounts of things done. Wow. Uh, for somebody who is a the energizer bunny, to the thought of having more time, it's like, I'm not sure I could handle that. <laughs> well, maybe maybe you don't need Metatron, but I certainly did. Or he's working with me and I don't even realize that he's well, there. That, yeah, that could yeah. be. That, that is that, someone to connect with and, and to ask that question. Um uh, I, I know, having read two of your books and reviewing both of them, um, I, as I told you, I said I had a hard time putting them down. They were compelling. They were 
um, hope hope giving in, in the fact of wow, there's this whole other realm to work with. Um, the there are these entities and people that I've been familiar with since I was a child, but not um, not in the way that I could work with them directly. Um, you know, I, I come through the organized religion, and the the whole premise around that is you needed somebody else to um, be able to talk to God, Christ, um, the angels, um, that you couldn't do it directly. And, you know, coming into, um, you know, an older, older life, it's been so amazing to be able to connect directly with them. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, I valued all the things that you wrote about your conversations with them. It was like, yeah, yeah, that's awesome. So audience, I do recommend that you pick up um, any one of the three, Open Clinics, Walking with Spirit, um, and Listening to Light, all three of which are on Amazon. And you know, I, I, I love them. Um, I never wanted to put them down, and they are definitely in my library. And it's it's a li- it's an active library as opposed to the one that sort of sits there so that people envy what I have. Um, in this case, it's one that I look at on a regular basis. So thank you, Dr. Ruth, for um, having published those, brought them out, and allowed us to have them in, in our lifetime. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you, Linda. I appreciate that. Okay, and... The other thing that we, we talked briefly on, uh, during the break about is the fact that um, we, we were talking about, you know, some of the individuals that you work with are here on the physical plane, mm-hmm. but you don't always work with them on the physical plane. You That's often right. work with them on the spiritual plane. How does that work? Sometimes, you know, it's interesting because sometimes they will come to me in spirit Mm-hmm. So I might wake up and realize that I'm not alone in the bedroom. That actually has happened many times. Um, there's something special about sleep. Mm-hmm. I think it opens doors for spirit to flow. Um, yeah, so a friend of mine was telling me about one of her colleagues and his wife who was dealing with mental illness. And I think just by having that conversation, it allowed her to come to me. So I woke up and she in spirit was in my bedroom and I understood that she was there for healing. Well, she had mental health issues, severe Mm -hmm. mental health issues. And so I worked with my guides and we in spirit gave her a healing and um, I never met her. don't know that I will ever meet her, but I know that as a spirit, she was touched don't know exactly what all kinds of healing took place mm-hmm. for her because sometimes the healing is on a spiritual or emotional or physical level. I, I sometimes can tell and sometimes can't. I can just tell that, that a healing has taken place. Mm-hmm. So it, it, what you're saying is you did not necessarily get back in touch with uh, her uh, on a physical plane? Okay. Mm-mm. No, mm. no. If a spirit comes to me, I know that they're open for healing. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, as a, as a spiritual healer, you don't just go out and start, you know, doing magic on other folks, right? <laughs> you want to get their permission to be able to do that. And so you can ask for permission spirit to spirit. And if they say no, then that means no. But if someone comes to me in spirit, then I know that that's why they're with me. 
That's awesome. Um, so in, in some respects, you have the same integrity challenges that um, a, a physical doctor or a physical um, therapist has as far as um, asking permission to be able to work on the individual as opposed to just saying, hey, you need me um, and I'm going to do X, Y, Z to you, right? Exactly right, right. Plus, I also go by the confidentiality. Mm-hmm issues that you know therapists or doctors would go with too what i what i'm working with on someone is absolutely nobody else's business absolutely um and you've never had somebody who's uh, sort of like the confession um in the catholic church you know where the individual comes in and confesses to some horrendous crime and the priest can't say anything you can't break the the code of the confessional and yet you sit there with this i i really should tell somebody that you know they murdered somebody or whatever they did do you ever get that kind of situation i have had that kind of thing from people's past lives mm. but not from their current incarnation <laughs> which you know i'm thankful for because then i don't have a dilemma I mean, you right. know, plus for someone who's intuitive, I mean, you call the police and say, hey, I'm intuitive. I, you know, have a reason to believe that this happened. They're going to laugh you out of the room. So, you know, but thankfully that hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. Well, I do have to tell you that I, ha- I have had um, a couple of psychics on, um, on the show. And um, Sid actually said that she'd worked with um, the police in finding people and that kind of thing. Uh-huh. And, you know, so there are police forces that are open to it. that kind of thing and yep. who, um, you know, hire and bring on psychics to be able to um, do that kind of work. And I, I, I greatly applaud them that they do. Absolutely. I think that's awesome. No, I've only had, um, I've only seen things from people's past lives that have, have been pretty horrific, but yeah. So do you open the Akashic records? Yes. Yes. I have worked with folks to clean out their Akashic records. Yes. Okay. Can you tell us just a little bit more about that? So we all carry with us our past and our many pasts, right? Different past lives. We carry it almost as through our DNA. I mean, we just always carry those experiences with us. So some folks might have an aversion to, let's say, Indian food for Mm -hmm. no reason, but it ends up there really was a reason because of a past life, you know. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, but that's all stored in us. And sometimes it's even disliking a person that they haven't ever really met, but they just have this vehemence against them Mm -hmm. is because it's held in their Akashic records. So our Akashic records holds all of our past experiences, all of our past emotions, the um, information about the health issues, how we died, you know, our family issues, all of that is stored in the Akashic Records. Sometimes those, those memories, you know, that, that um, cellular memory doesn't serve us anymore. Sometimes it actually is really a detriment to us. So in those situations, I have worked with my Akashic Record Keeper and the person's Akashic Record Keeper to Mm. clear out those particular cellular memories that are no longer serving them. So, yes, I have done that. And I think it's interesting. I have looked at my Akashic Records, and I have a very dear record keeper. um, (laughs) And it reminds me of walking into 
um, the library at Trinity College and just seeing literally, as far as the eye can see, rows and rows of books, um, you know, three, four, five uh, levels high of all of the lives that I've had and all that's standing there. And it's almost like he stands on one of those wonderful um, ladders that you can, you know, kick across forever. And, you know, you'll you'll ask him about something, wait a minute, and he, he gets on the ladder and he scoots to wherever that record is and then comes back and we, we talk about it, we clear it and that kind of thing, which I just thought was an amazing visual of what the <laughs> records look like. Exactly right. When yeah. I'm when I'm doing it, it looks a little bit different in the sense mm-hmm. that working with my my Akashic record keeper, her name is Doris, and yeah. she's she's like this old battle axe. I, I adore her. Um, she's very funny. Um, mm-hmm. But when I'm working with someone, I will see parts of their Akashic records, and it's almost like in a horse chest, right? This big old chest, and uh-huh. we'll open it up, and we'll see what's what's waiting there for us and it's always something that they need to have cleared it's it's um typically like a memory around a person or you know a situation kind of thing that's still impacting them so we will sift through what's in that horse chest and pull out like four or five different different things and clear the energy from that and show them how those particular images have been impacting them in this in this time around so, yes, it's fascinating. And seeing everybody's different Akashic Record Keeper is yes. so humorous. <laughs> it's so fun for me. Yeah, mine, mine's a little short guy, um, almost with elfin ears and, um, you know, hair that looks like um, Einstein, you know, just sort oh, of. Mm-hmm. And, and he's he's just a deer. He has glasses um, and all that. Um, but, yes. <laughs> so, we, do you, we, We've okay. had to switch some of them out, actually. Some of the papers? Some, yeah, because I've had some, like, sitting there, sort of slouched over, smoking, had no intention of doing any work whatsoever, oh. and so we moved them out and switched them to someone who was willing to help them work on their records. It was funny. And so do you teach individuals how to work with their own records, or is that not part of your um I haven't. Work? I have not. Okay, that could be very interesting. Uh-huh. <laughs> Excuse me. The um, the other thing I wanted to ask you, you said oftentimes that sleep opens doors. Do you ever soul walk um, and do healings? Out on the astral? Yeah. Yes, I believe that I do. I definitely believe that I do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I know um, that's something that at least my guys have talked about. I tend to do it a fair amount. And I will always know that I've walked because I'm exhausted the next morning, even mm-hmm. though I felt mm-hmm. like I slept really, really, really well. Um, and I actually had to, at one point, because there were so many physical disasters that I was working with, I said, look, I need at least two nights a week free where wow. I can actually sleep. And they've honored that recently, uh, which is good. But um, yeah, it's it's a fascinating study. So... Audience, while we take this short break, um, I'd love you to think about, um, you know, have you had a hit where you've you've met somebody and have an instant dislike? Or as Dr. Ruth said, is there a particular food or a culture that you kind of 
step away from. And perhaps that's something that comes up from your past and would be something that could be cleared or should be looked at and it would serve you to make some changes. And we'll be right back. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Linda Patton draws from her four decades of leadership experience and her heartfelt passion to show women how to lead, dream, and create what inspires them. Her signature training programs and workshops will guide you through the key skills you need to own your leadership power, build your resources, plan your path, and take the actions that will translate your vision into reality. Start by scheduling a free, no-obligation, 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at daretodreamwithlinda.com. That's Linda at dare, the number two, dreamwithlinda.com. Have you left your corporate or military career to start your own business? Are you frustrated that you're not seeing the success you expected as an entrepreneur? Let leadership expert Linda Patton show you the key skills and mindset you need to engage your team, build your influence, and create the thriving business of your dreams. Linda Patton understands the challenges and frustrations facing a new business owner. Drawing from her own 40 years of experience in the military, corporate, government, and entrepreneurial arenas. That's why it's become Linda's life work to help women like you truly become the world-changing, extraordinary leaders you are meant to be. Are you ready to step in, step up, and step out into leadership to create an exceptional business and life? Start by scheduling a free 30-minute strategy session with Linda Patton. Contact her at Linda at Dare to Lead with Linda.com. That's Linda at Dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. You are listening to Leadership Stars with Linda Patton. To reach the show today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Linda at daretoleadwithlinda.com. Now, back to Leadership Stars. Welcome back to Leadership Stars and our fabulous episode here with Dr. Ruth Anderson. Um, As you've known or as you've heard from her, she is passionate about sharing energetic concepts and her experience with the divine spiritual. Um, She's, as you know, recently founded the Enlightened World, an online support for lightworkers, and they are truly increasing their professional visibility so they can assist with bringing much-needed light into our world. Um, And I love the fact, Dr. Ruth, that you're actually... I mean, you're giving of yourself not only to individuals about healing and insight and that kind of thing, but to help the um, community of light workers and to really make them visible. I think that's such a powerful uh, avenue for them because we tend to hide behind the curtain, behind our skills, and a lot of it, I think, comes from our Akashic records and the, oh, my God, I lost my head. Or I was burned at the stake. I don't want to do that in this life. That's right. 
And yet this life is the one where we are probably most accepted and where our work can be most appreciated, right? Well, and where it's the most needed. Yes. The the planet right now is just screaming for Mm -hmm. light workers to come together and bring divine light into the world for healing of the planet as well as the healing of mankind. It is just crucial right now. Okay. And I think also there's there's a whole sense of moving from three dimension or di- to the fifth dimension in like the next, what, five years? Do different people have different theories on okay. it. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, and so we were talking during the break also about the difference between downloads and what I'm calling intuitive insights. Um, I... I chose in this lifetime not to have, quote, downloads uh-huh. and rewrote my contract about six months ago because I said to myself and to my guides, I need this. Um, you've, you've done it surreptitiously. So there have been moments where I get something or um, because I have an open human design, um, I get hits from other people and I speak for other folks oftentimes and it's like okay if I'm going to do this why don't we just go ahead and change the contract and we'll get downloads and the first one I got was um, when I was in Hawaii and I did I wrote four blogs and four chapters of my book I mean and I went okay no and my physical body went no you can't handle this Mm -hmm. so I asked for something slower and they go we can't we don't understand slower Mm. So I've shifted the name to Intuitive Insights. And you said you had something that um, might help our audience understand either both or for me to understand the difference. What was funny, as you as you were talking, I'm sitting here with my eyes closed and just feeling the energy of what you're talking about, Linda. Yeah. And yeah. What, what I was seeing with insights, I was seeing like a feather, like mm-hmm. a white long feather, just like kind of tickling your cheek, just kind of, you know, hey, just think about this a little bit or, you know, just putting an idea into your mind. So to me, that's an insight. Okay. And I suffered downloads, like being covered with a down blanket, you know, a down comforter. And to me, when I get information from spirit, I might get an insight, which then I kind of sit with and let it percolate a little bit. And maybe within the month, I'll have the full picture of it. Mm-hmm. But when I get a download, it's like I'm blanketed, literally blanketed with this wisdom, with this knowledge. And and I wrote half a book in about two weeks because mm-hmm. of the downloads that I was given. So that was the visual that they gave me. I thought that was cute. <laughs> Thank you. And that's exact. What how I saw it was I, I actually said to my what I call my board of directors, um, I want I want the downloads like a, a spring shower, you know, soft, like what you were talking about with the the white feather against the cheek kind of thing. I don't want um, that downpour of you know where we have flooding and that kind of thing. And they finally said to me, we don't understand that. We give you what we give you. Um, so I, I appreciate your what your guides say as far as, and it's accurate. It's so very accurate. So I'm working with it. it I think it was just um, a shock the first time because I wasn't expecting it. Uh-huh. And it's, it's getting better. It's getting better um, as I'm beginning to adapt to uh, what they have to say. And, of course, they laugh. 
I, I love the fact that they they dump they dump this stuff and then walk away and laugh. It's like, mm-hmm. guys, <laughs> now now what do I do with it? Kind of thing. Right, um, and you always have veto power. You yes. can absolutely say no, no, not taking that on right now. Yes, yeah, you know, I'll take part of that on right now. But yeah, you don't have to just because they suggest it doesn't mean you have to go with it. That's nice to know um, that you do have that ability to say, mm, "Not now." This yeah, is not- absolutely. Yeah. Okay. We also were talking at the break about divine healing, uh-huh. and that that just intrigued me. Tell us more about that. Yes, what I have seen in meditation, and they took about a month to kind of roll out the process to me yeah. how that would work. But when we leave this body, mm-hmm. we go into spirit form. And in the ethereal, there is the afterlife. And it's not really the afterlife. It's the other life because right. we're there more than we are here in the physical realm. But there are opportunities for learning and growth and healing in that other realm. And I was shown a place that I was told was called Open Clinic because it is open all the time. It's mm-hmm. always available. And it's available to souls with or without bodies. And souls show up. And I can, when I'm there, I can tell who's in a body and who's not um, and receive healing. And the healing is provided by different archangels. Um, And once they've received the healing, and it can be spiritual, emotional, physical, then sometimes they are um, escorted out by an Mm -hmm. angel. Sometimes Mm -hmm. they fly off like a dove back into their body here. And other times they just leave on their own. Um, But healing, it's, it's possible in the ethereal realm. And I have seen people that I know in body show up there for healing as a soul. Mm. So that's called divine healing at open clinic. And so are you one of the healers or is this all done through um, the archangels and, and that grouping of, of spirit? I was given a minister's robe and I am a, I am a reverend with the church of inner light. Um, I was given a minister's robe there in the Mm -hmm. ethereal realm and I would hold space. I was not a healer. And even here, when I work on healing someone here, it's working with the divinity. It's not, you know, I can move out energy, but as far as real healing, it's, it's done with the divine. Um, so up there, I could hold space for it, and I would actually channel God's divine love coming down through my body and then out through my arms and hands. Um, so I could see what all was happening there, but I was not actually providing healing. Okay, and so in your first book, which is One Love, Divine Healing at the Open Clinic, is that um, stories uh, about the Open Clinic? It is. And how it works? Yep, yep. It's the background of a divine healing and open clinic. And so how does a spirit, I almost want to say, get an appointment? They don't need It's open time. They don't need one. They just show up. And I, I think the ability for spirits to communicate with other spirits is more phenomenal than the internet. I think it makes the internet look kind of like an Etch-a-Sketch. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah, because I could read about someone and the next morning they'd show up in open clinic. 
or I could go ask for someone like um, a, a young boy died in our community mm. tragically and um, the family was absolutely spinning and he came in spirit to a friend of mine and she didn't know how to help him. So she told him about me. I went out on the ethereal realm and just sort of asked, you know, for him to show up. And then like two hours later, he shows up in open clinic. I don't know how he knew that, Mm -hmm. but he did. He showed up, got a healing and they escorted him out. So it was beautiful, but I don't know what the communication mechanism is. I just know that it's profound. It sounds like that. Um, it, it, it's an amazingly powerful um, way of working with healing. I mean, it's it's so vastly different from what we do here on this plane. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I know, Dr. Ruth, that you have a free gift for my audience. Would you share a little bit about that? Sure. If folks go to www.enlightenedworld.online, Simply by putting their email in for just to receive um, emails or notices, that sort of thing, we will um, give you all a download of a beautiful song by an amazing spiritual healer. Her name is Monica Augustine, and she has this amazing gift with music. So it's a free download of a song for your email. Thank you so very much. That's that's very special. Um, to give to our audience, please do go to the free gift um, section of my page and download this. I know I'm going to um, because it's it sounds amazing. Um, Dr. Ruth, do you have um, just like one last aspect that we haven't touched on that you want to make sure our audience hears? I want folks to hear that regardless of what is happening in the world with politics or the weather, you know, the natural, (laughs) any of those things that distract us from walking in our own truth and light, that we are so able to connect with the spiritual divinity. It's really just a matter of opening your heart and your mind and being open that we really are never alone. Mm, that that is so heartwarming and it I think it really gives people peace to know that they're not here all alone and that there are um, entities and spirits who are working with us I do have one question that came out of something you just said you talked about Mother Earth Mm -hmm. Um, is Mother Earth one of the spiritual entities because it appears that she with others um are really trying is really trying to get our attention that work has to be done here. I I do believe that Mother Earth is a spiritual entity. I absolutely do. There is such a divine feminine wisdom mm-hmm. about Mother Earth. I do see it as a living spiritual being. And do you think that because we have stepped away in some respects from the wise woman uh, model of living, you know, where as women aged, they stepped into their crone, they stepped Mm -hmm. into being the wise woman of the tribe, they were looked at having that deep spiritual as well as experiential knowledge that really moved um, the tribe um, forward. Do you see that as 
um, part of our challenge and how do we fix that? Um, it is a huge challenge for us because I think that that the energies of the earth have, have not of the earth, of humanity, seem to be much more masculine. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there's been sort of a an imbalance of the ratio, if you will, between the male and the female, the male and the feminine. And so um, I think by calling out to the divine feminine of the divine mother, um, some people would say, refer to Mother Mary, to me, divine mother, Mother Mary, it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the wisdom, the feminine wisdom of the earth. And I think to work on the ratio of that balance and finding finding the love and compassion within ourselves because that is the feminine energy right there. So the more we can be compassionate and empathetic with our neighbors, that helps just those small steps. I think that's so true. And I'm working with leaders to move from that masculine model of command to influential leadership with that creativity, the compassion, the empathy, the relationships and all of that. And I love the fact that there are more women now in Congress than there has been in a while. So perhaps we'll start seeing things move in the right direction. Um, So Dr. Ruth, as we close, what advice or last couple tips do you have for the audience? Um, I would fully encourage all of you to be open to any possibility that um, spirit might be able to co-create with you as far as what you want to do with the rest of your life. And it doesn't have to be big decisions. It can just be on a day-to-day basis. And I encourage all of you to be brave. Just be braver than you ever thought you could be and put yourself out in the world, stepping into your own truth and your own light and see where it takes you. I think you'll be amazed. Fantastic. Okay. Um, let's say, is there any one last thing, like one more tip, maybe? Um, really, again, and it's sort of what I had said already, opening your heart and your mind to others. Because I, I do believe that we are stronger when we come together mm-hmm. than we are by ourselves. So opening your arms, embracing the, the people, the souls next to you, and just coming together instead of being so individualized in our approach to life. So in essence, what you're saying is break out of your silo, right. um, come out of hiding, and really connect with the people who are around you, with the spirits that you might see in your dreams or in your meditations, and really connect and bring them into your life because it will make your life and everyone else's life far more valuable and richer and more special. So, Dr. Ruth, thank you so very, very much for being with us today. Um, It's it's been a joy. And audience, um, if you'd like to know more about Awaken the Leader Within or the Art of Hurting Cats, Leading Teams of Leaders, please do send me an email at lynda at dare, the number two, leadwithlinda.com. And until next time, Remember, be courageous, dare to lead. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Thank you for tuning in to Leadership Stars. Please join Linda Patton for another engaging edition of our program next Monday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time 
and 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We'll feature another noted leader next week. 